Have you heard of gaslighting? Here to explain what it is, how to spot the signs, and perhaps most importantly, what to do is clinical psychologist and med circle doctor, Callie the Lab. I'm just kidding, Dr. Romani. Although Callie's getting an education uh, yeah, too. Callie, yeah, I mean, I bet there's narcissistic dogs. Oh, there are, there yeah, are. Okay, yeah. so we're talking, we just filmed a series about narcissistic abuse. Mm -hmm, you can mm -hmm. check out the link in this video description mm -hmm. to learn more about that. But in this video, we're talking about gaslighting. Yeah. What is that? Mm -hmm. So gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse. It's where a person doubts the reality of another person, leaving that other person very, very confused. Mm -hmm. Gaslighting is sort of a signature tool of the narcissist. And they're often engaging in it to protect their fragile egos, to keep the world in line with their own reality, with little regard of how much it hurts another person when we doubt theirs. So again, it's very much a tool of manipulation, of emotional abuse, of again, second guessing someone else's reality. And there are three, three, there are lots of things to look yeah, out for, but yeah, we're going to yeah. go through three of them mm -hmm. today. What's the first one? The first one is when somebody says to you, you're too sensitive or you have no right to feel that way. Mm. When you do that, you immediately tell them that their emotional world is invalid and you're judging them for it. You have no right to feel that way as though you are judge and jury on their right. emotional state. Right. Okay. So what that does is it makes a person literally doubt their feeling and a feeling is a spontaneous experience. So now it's almost like telling someone you must be too hot and they're perfectly comfortable or telling someone they're hungry when they're not. Yeah. You know, so this is the emotional, the, when we do this emotionally, it is termed gaslighting because the person's like, oh, I, I thought I was that, but you're telling me I don't get to be angry about this. Right. And then some people, when they're told it enough, they believe it. Right. When people are given this situation, being told you're too sensitive, you have no right to feel this way, the best thing to do is to not engage at that point because mm. you can't win. Mm. No matter what you say, this person, if anything, by those statements has shown that they're willing to emotionally manipulate and abuse you. There's nowhere to go in that conversation. So if they say that, maybe if anything, say, no, that, that's, that is in fact how I feel mm -hmm. and leave it at that. But they're going to keep pushing at you so you can just let it go. And no, the conversation ends there okay. instead of you getting into a, a, a ladies and gentlemen, the V O R back in the building on a Tuesday. You already know that we about to get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. The voice of reason, another slapper of a topic tonight's topic, the gaslight recovery victim that never happened. It's all your fault. You're overreacting. This is a listener-submitted topic. My good friend, A. Britt Atwater. I think A. Britt Atwater is in Japan. And he responded to my call to action to create a topic. And this is the topic that he created. You know, uh, the gaslight recovery victim. And then he put some of the famous, uh, you know, gaslighting phrases that never happened. It's all your fault. You're overreacting. I don't remember it that way. That's not how it happened. You crazy. You too sensitive. Hmm? Or you got too much drama. 1-800-920-1580. True or false? When gaslit victims are encouraged 
to self-reflect, they wind up neglecting to do it because it will uncover their gaps, issues, and trauma. 1-800-920-1580. I don't know if you heard it. I'm going to say it again. Very powerful question. Courtesy a Brit Atwater. He says, true or false? When gaslit victims are encouraged to self-reflect, they wind up neglecting to do it because it will uncover their gaps, issues, and trauma. Ugh. Gaslighting, a method of being told what we subconsciously always wanted to hear? True or false? 1-800-920-1580. Gaslight lingers because we lack self-esteem. Gaslighting lingers because we lack self-esteem, self-belief, self-worth, and self-confidence. True or false? Whoo, this is heavy. Can gaslit victims learn to differentiate between self-blame and a constructive examination of their experiences? Whoo, how does the fear of overcoming one's gaps issues and trauma affect a gaslight victim's willingness to self-reflect you mean to tell me people that are gaslighting don't want to self-reflect uh-oh 1-800-920-1580 get to your phone lines are you with somebody who is constantly challenging the way you saw it the way you saw things huh one 800 920 when we come forward, more from the V-O-R. Yo, 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 yo. the voice of reason back on KBLA Talk 1580. You already know what that is, that's the gas face. And of course that fits our topic. We're talking about recovering from being gaslit in your relationships. If you're just tuning in and you don't know what gaslighting is, gaslighting as a manipulative tactic can indeed uh, be indicative of an underlining psychological disorder or other di- many disorders. While gaslighting itself is not recognized as a specific disorder in diagnostic manuals, it often aligns with traits and behaviors associated with certain personality disorders, such as narcissistic personality disorder or antisocial personality disorder. These disorders are characterized by a lack of empathy, a need to control, and a tendency to manipulate others for gain. Gaslighting involves the intentional distortion of reality. I'm going to distort your reality by telling you my perspective, right? Yes, that was third base gas face. My perspective trumps your perspective. You don't really know what you're talking about. You're too sensitive. Uh, You're too emotional. Or uh, you're too scattered to understand the depth of what we both experienced. Yes. Woo. 
Listen to that. Gaslighting, it may indicate an individual's lack of empathy or disregard for the emotional well-being of others. This lack of empathy is a hallmark feature of certain personality disorders. Gaslighters often exploit vulnerabilities and manipulate others to maintain control and power over them. Secondly, gaslighting can be a manifestation of deep-seated insecurities or unresolved trauma within the gaslighter. So although they look and present as if they're in control and that they fly, in reality, they scared on the inside. By undermining the victim's sense of reality, the gaslighter attempts to deflect attention away from their own insecurities. This behavior may be a defense mechanism to protect their fragile self-image. Furthermore, Gaslighting can perpetuate a cycle of abuse and control, which can contribute to the development or exacerbation of psychological disorders in the victim. Oh, God, this can lead to anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, or other psychological conditions. It is important to recognize that gaslighting is a harmful and manipulative behavior, regardless of whether it is a precursor or uh, to a diagnosable disorder. Even if you suspect someone or you suspect yourself or someone you know is experiencing gaslighting, it is crucial to seek support from a mental health professional who can provide guidance validation and strategies for coping and recovering from the effects of gaslighting you know it's happened you know it's happened to you you had your partner telling you something and you said i don't remember it like that that's exactly what happened you know you your memory terrible 1-800-920-1580 how can someone rebuild their self-confidence after experiencing gaslighting can you discuss cases where gaslighting occurs unintentional or subconsciously? Is it possible for a gaslighter to genuinely believe their distorted version of events? I believe everybody is believing what they think is the truth. I think one of the most difficult things it, uh, for a person to do is to be able to acknowledge another person's perspective. Right. You say, you know what? That's your experience of the shared experience. So it must be the truth because it's coming from your perspective. Right. That's how you see it. But this is how I see it. And so this might be my truth. How many times have you been manipulated by a significant other through the means of gaslighting? What does healing look like for a victim that has been gaslit? I look at gaslighting. In the same light as Men in Black. You know those little flashers that Will Smith and uh, and, and the other actor, what's his name, Tom? What was his name, Tommy? I forgot the other actor's name. But they would flash you and rewrite your memory. I think gaslighters are trying to re... Tommy Lee. That's right. I think gaslighters have a built-in little flasher you know, to to wipe Tommy Lee Jones, to wipe your perspective of things out the way. How does the reinforcement of self-doubt by a gaslighter impact the victim's confidence in their own introspective 
abilities. Jedi mind tricks. The neuralizer. Yes. Yes. Have you been neuralized in your relationship? <laughs> Where you know you saw and heard everything. But then when you tried to have that conversation, it got thrown back to you in a different way. That marginalized your perspective. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get to the phone lines right now. Atala from Houston, Texas. Get in here. What's going on, Uncle Zoe? How are you? Oh, I'm turned up as usual, commonplace. Let's go. Yeah. Yes, ready? yes, yes. Well, I wanted to share a little uh, story. So I was actually gaslit by my aunt, um, and it was painful because I really, like, was racking my brain. Basically, she told me um, or was recounting to me a memory of something that I said that was very hurtful. And I instantly, like, burst into tears. Now, I'm not a big crier, except for when things really do touch my heart. And um, I got off the phone, and I just remember thinking, did I really do that? Mm. And then I started thinking, oh, my God, I think she's done this before. So, I mean, I, I would say this. I feel like things like this, the whole gaslighting thing, can only take place or continue if you let it. Like, once you catch it, it's best to essentially address it and then move away from the person or the situation because you know whether they realize they're doing it or not it is harmful to you um especially if you have a heart for that person and you really do care about them well how, how do you catch them Ga gaslighting that's an interesting you said once you catch them what is mm -hmm. the process of catching them um, I mean, for me, it was situated like for that specific situation, I had a pretty good memory of the situation after I got past my emotions behind it. Like after I was like, OK, I did this, I did this. And then I like had to sit there and think like, wait a minute, that's not how that went down. So, I mean, it, I do think it's possible at the beginning stages to go back and maybe even consult with other people that may have been there if it were a situation with a group and say like, did I say that? And they're like, no, you didn't say that. You know, that sort of thing. Um, and another sign too, I think is if you start feeling depressed or really tired after you get off the phone or after you get away from an interaction with someone, there may be some gaslighty stuff going on there. Um, Cause you're having to suppress what your spirit knows, but your conscious has yet to, review <laughs> that's interesting have you ever gaslit somebody and has somebody ever gaslit you mm -hmm. i feel like i have i feel like i definitely have or at least i know i've definitely used that statement of like it didn't happen that way and again it came out so fast i didn't really it didn't really register to me that um that i even did it it wasn't necessarily purposeful, though. I think the difference behind gaslighting, gaslighting and narcissism is that the person is purposely doing it. Like, they're trying to run game on you. And, you know, to basically try and, again, maintain the power within the dynamic. And the person doesn't realize that you don't get power uh, through minimalizing or subjugating other people. You get power through growth and self-correction. So, I mean, mm. you can correct me and change the narrative all day. Mm. You're not going to actually grow. Like, you'll notice there's no fruit in that person's life. There's no growth in that person's life, no matter how much they preach to you, talk to you, or recount, you know, situations or whatever. Um, because they're using your energy um, and whatever substance they're getting from that to manufacture growth. But it's not real.
Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I love you. I appreciate you. You got a seat at the table whenever you want. Attila brought Houston, Texas in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Tonight's topic, the gaslight recovery victim. That never happened. It's all your fault. You're overreacting. You're too sensitive. You couldn't possibly understand the uh, the depth of what's going on. Allow me to describe it for you. 1-800-920-1580. We got Reggie from Austin, Texas. Get in here, Reggie. What's up, man? Um, yeah, I'm really trying to find out or figure out what gaslighting is. I think I've been a victim of it. Um, it seems like the gaslighter needs somebody to, to go back and forth with. And um, when, when you're recounting what, what happened, what you know happened, um, they'll say, what are you talking about? To kind of disarm you. And then you guys go back and forth and, and it's really abuse. Abuse is misuse of power. Mm-hmm. Well, gaslighting is misuse of energy. I mean, it takes a lot of energy to gaslight, to go back and forth with each other. And I'm thinking that if I just say, I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm not arguing with you. That just solves the issue right there. Um, whenever you, you, you leave room for for the back and forth, you leave room to, to have your energy misused. And I just, I want to cut that off. Um, it, it just seems like the person needs somebody to argue with because really they're arguing with themselves and they need a, a placeholder for that for that argument. And that's that's where you come in. Um, so if you refuse to play the game at all by saying, I'm not going to argue with you at all, you shut down everything. Um, and, I mean, no one has the right to tell you what you think. No one has the right to tell you what you feel or what you know happened. Um, that's just that's just real. It goes to, to the, 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 the self-esteem that you have mm-hmm. and, and the beliefs that you hold. Um, and so... I, I'm just thinking you need to be true to those principles and those beliefs and those 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 uh, those facts, and that really sets the tone for how people treat you and how you treat yourself. Mm, interesting, interesting. But I would say this too, in con mm-hmm. in conjunction with you, if I know you're trying to gaslight me, as Atala pointed out, right? I exposed your intent to try to warp my perception, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I know what you're doing. So now your uh, tale of accounts, your details mean nothing to me. You don't get to come to me and say, well, this is how I saw it. If I acknowledge you, right, as somebody who is a manipulator, who tries to change the way other people think, you no longer have access to my respect for your word. Right. That do, makes do, perfect sense. Do you see? Yeah. That so makes now, perfect sense. Yes. Oh, I see what you do. So guess what? Anything you say is null and void off rip. Now mm-hmm. what? Now, now, now gas like that. Right. Right. You, I mean, you, know you, didn't leave, you, you can't. You, they say, you know you didn't leave your keys right there. You put your keys mm-hmm. where you always put them, right next to the coat rack. I believe absolutely nothing you have to say about said situation. How about that? that let's, That's it. Let's depower those people off rip, right? Yeah, 
You have to. You I have to. That. I love that. All right, bro. Hey, brother, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. You brought Austin, Texas in the building. What city will you bring in the building next? I think it's Atlanta, Georgia. But when we come forward, that's when we going to get to the A. If you're anywhere in America and you're listening right now and you've dealt with a gas lighter, you've been gas lit and you've caused your own relationship fire, you little arson. Let, 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 let me tell you something. If you've done it, Somebody call me, 1-800-920-1580. A gas face, can either be a smile or a smirk When a pair's a monkey wrist to work one's clockwork Perkin is built to the rim of my cup Don't tempt me, you're empty So fill her up as I'm talking coffee or cocoa Is you loco? Cash or credit for unleaded as a no-go? Gaslighting is defined as the psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time, that causes that person to question the validity of their own thoughts, perceptions, interpretations, judgments, memories, and typically leads to complete confusion and uncertainty about one's own emotional stability. And it also causes dependence on the gaslighter. Gaslighting often starts out small. Uh, gradually escalating and becoming a consistent pattern of manipulative behavior and the tactics usually include things like denying so maybe denying previous statements they might say I never said that even though they just said that statement moments ago <laughs> contradicting your memory so the gaslighter might say things like you must be mistaken or that never happened even though you know that it did blaming you. So the gaslighter shifts blame onto the victim saying things like you're too sensitive or you're overreacting. The gaslighter may use others to discredit you. They may claim that others don't believe you or they think you're crazy. They may minimize your feelings. So the gaslighter dismisses or trivializes your emotions saying you're too dramatic, irrational, or making a big deal out of everything. They may twist the truth, so the gaslighter alters facts or context to make you doubt your understanding of a situation. Dear, this whole romance that you've invented just proves you're too naive to be here. <laughs> Another way they may gaslight you is by intentionally hiding or withholding information to create confusion. And then they will say that they told you about it, but you're the one not remembering. And then they go on to reinforce their narrative. So the gaslighter constantly repeats their version of events, making it harder and harder for you to trust your own memory. And this creates doubt about your own mental state, your sanity. And they may suggest that you get help, that you need psychiatric treatment because of this. You're up in the head, Karen. This is all in your mind. You're a lousy You've got a problem. And they might even do this with loads of fake empathy, where they pretend to be genuinely worried about your psychological well-being. They may even tell your friends and family to, you know, watch out for certain things and, you know, try to get them to support you. And anyone who doesn't buy into the gaslighter's narrative will be eliminated from your life. They will 
plant seeds of doubt in your mind about the intentions and trustworthiness of the loved ones who are not buying in. And this can prevent you from getting validation or reality checks from others who actually. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys love that clip where they putting in little movie pieces of the gas. You're crazy, Karen. <laughs> the good fellas. Come on, y'all. Hey, I'm trying to make this interactive for you. Andy had a thought before I go to the phone lines. Andy? You know, I don't really know too much about the term gaslighting until I actually started kind of working here. I heard that so much, a lot. So I appreciate you doing for this show, doing this show because now I feel like I, I have an understanding uh, of what gaslighting it is. Gaslighting is, and uh, I can't help but think like politicians must be the number one gaslighters Bam. of the world. Bada boom, bada boom, and then lawyers, lawyers get gaslighted you too. But let me tell you something about a 962 year or 62 lives old soul. That's right. A shaman told me I've been alive for almost a thousand lives. Shaman said, hey, man. Your spirit family told me, your spirit guides told me that you've been on this plane of existence for 962 lives. He said it's very rare that people reach a thousand lives and you've been here. 962 lives old. You know what that means? Gaslighting don't work on me. You might think it works on me, but I promise, I swear before Jesus and all them pale-skinned people in heaven, let me tell you, I be paying attention. I'll let it slide. I'll let it go past me. But trust me, you can't switch up information on me that we have a shared experience in. But it happens all the time. 1-800-920-1580. I want to know, have you been gaslit? Are you currently being gaslit? Are you the gaslighter? I want to know. Listen, gaslighting can definitely be subtle, but it's also very, very painful. Right? Now, gaslighting, a manipulative tactic that distorts reality and undermines an individual's perception of truth can have profound effects on one's capacity for authentic self-examination. By sowing seeds of doubt and eroding self-confidence, gaslighting hinders the victim's ability to engage in introspective, listen, introspection and self-reflection. In other words, gaslighting prevents you from self-reflecting because you doubt your own recollection of the shared experience. The manipulation of somebody's reality? Gaslighting leads to impediments to authentic self-examination? Gosh, how do you reclaim your authenticity? Now you're de you're dependent on their interpretation. Here we go. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get to our phone lines. Let's do it right now. Nazarene X, Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here. <laughs> what up, Bob? What's happening, man? Ain't nothing. You know, on the humble tip, it's, it's, it's wild how God works. Because I just had somebody literally just speed off in the, in the distance as I was on hold. <laughs> 
saying one thing and, and basically it's somebody that uh, I have direct experience with this whole gaslighting type of thing. So I might have some quick gems to share. Uh, one is uh, at the end of the day, that's why it pays to be so-called weird, like a master of your own destiny. Mm-hmm. Because gaslighting, like all lies to that extent, they only have an effect when you believe them mm. or when you get that power up. Right. I think one of the key things that I've found that's uh, benefited me a lot in life, again, it comes back down to that internal anchor, mm-hmm. um, but it's about having conviction, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes if someone has a different interpretation of what you call reality, when you allow someone else to dictate what your reality is for you, you a puppet. And then by that definition, you then become schizophrenic. Mm. That's all schizophrenia really is. It's basically someone telling you that you don't operate in the real world. Just like Brother Andy was kind of speaking to this world at large, like, what was it, like 2016? Mm-hmm. Everybody on the news swore that racism didn't exist. Mm. So the ones that was acknowledging it, like, it was crazy. Like, man, it don't happen like this. It don't happen like that. But fast forward now, what? Mm. They don't want to replay that. So it's like, Sometimes it's best for you to, how they say, just stay on your square. Mm-hmm. And I don't recommend necessarily violence, but in terms of <laughs> conviction, right? Violence? <laughs> Look, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we nah, go. Nah, I, I don't necessarily recommend it. But one thing again that I had to personally do, because my anchor, to my knowledge, was God. So when it came down to, how they say, like, you know, the enemy is within, it's the inner me. Mm-hmm. I basically just call things to the floor. Like there's certain things that some people might want you to believe, uh, but they're not willing to live and die about their own word. Mm. So I'm one of those people that not to lean into it to that extreme. However, just conducting myself with integrity, understanding that I can make mistakes. You know, some people in the gaslight and manipulating world, I think they prey on our, imperfection or our, our need to please people mm. right because mm. we want to we want to do right by people and all of that and it's just like at the end of the day we the ones like well you know i ain't perfect so maybe it did go wrong maybe it did go this and the third but at the end of the day kind of sister oxford spoke to when your heart or that spirit really is nudging you on the inside and you can feel it sometimes you got to call that insanity itself to the floor I and just it. say, yo, whoever, yeah, yeah I, I love nah, I <laughs> yeah, love it, brother. You keep going, it. Yeah, going. I love it. I love, love, love it, nephew. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Nazarene <laughs> X, man, from Atlanta. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know this is a national platform. Everybody calls in from all over the United States of America. We want to hear everybody's perspective. We're talking about the gaslight recovery victim. When we come forward... More from Boston, Massachusetts, and of course, Pensacola, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, my playlist. Oh, my playlist is on fire tonight. The Gas Face was the first record we played by Third Base back in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s. The Gas Face to, you know, exemplify, of course, gaslighting. Then we played My Mind's Playing Tricks on Me, 91, The Ghetto Boys. And that was just Stressed Out, 1996, by 
Tribe Called Quest featuring Faith Evans and Consequence. What a great record. What a great record. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in to the Voice of Reason tonight, we're talking about being psychologically neuralized. <laughs> we're talking about gaslighting, man. Has your partner minimized your reality by saying you're too immature, you're too dramatic, you're too sensitive, you're too any and everything to understand a shared experience that we have had. Do you know what gaslighting is? Have you been manipulated by this form of emotional abuse? Or are you the one? Huh? Gaslighting your partner, confusing them so that they rely on your interpretation of you and your partner's shared experience. Yeah. 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, you know I'm going to talk to some callers. Oh, I know I got time. When we come forward means I'm going right here to the callers. Huh? Who I got on the line? Is this uh, Smile? Smile? Did I say it right? Smile? Did I get it right? Smile? Hey, what up, Boston in the building? Talk to me. Hello? Hello? Oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, we can okay. hear you. We can hear you now. Okay. Uh, hi, Zoe. Big shout out to Attila. Yeah, my big sis. My big sis who holds it down for me. Okay. Woo. So, I actually have recently been gaslit. Um, and... <laughs> You know, I've been talking to Osla every night about it, but um, I basically was dating this one guy who I had a very deep, deep connection with. Um, I've never experienced a connection like this. Osla's been telling me about, like, cosmic or karmic connections. I don't know, something like that. Have to research it more. But um, definitely know that this was one of a kind and they don't come often. Nonetheless, um, I'm a fearful avoidant, recognize that he was a mirror of me, and that was probably why we pulled each other to each other. I guess we were attracted to each other because of that. Um, he was also a fearful avoidant. And at first, it was just like, yeah, let's, we're, we're, we're vibing, we're doing okay. But then, you know, stuff got really real. And before we knew it, it was just like, oh, my gosh, I actually really, really like you in a very deep and intimate way. And slowly but surely discovered, like, throughout his own kind of, trauma without necessarily saying it he had been gaslit throughout his life and throughout his childhood um and i'll fast forward within the <laughs> within the relationship um unfortunately like i recognize at a certain point one of us wanted to do the work and, and lean into the issues that go within being a fearful avoidant and the other one decided to run away and that was the man and in doing so, legitimately, completely gaslit me and said, like, you knew what it was, and I didn't even mean to. It was just a lot, and really left me with, like, remaining questions about, you know, what this says about who this person is, given that I know that the reasons why he was gaslighting is also coming from his wounding and being a fearful avoidant and running away, but I just was just left with the question of, is there forgiveness for this? Is there forgiveness for the gaslighter? Um, and also, I know I'm going to see this person again 
also is convinced, I'm convinced I know it. Like, we're both in grad school. But anyways, um, so I'm just like, I don't even know what to say um, when I see this person again. Because honestly, during the conversation, I was completely avoidant. I was so in shock, and I didn't know at the time. I was I couldn't even process my feelings when this person was literally telling me the opposite of what actually happened. And I've come up out of it and I know, and I have more conviction in myself and more self-awareness in myself and self-love in myself to realize, no girl, what you experienced was what you experienced. Um, but yeah. Well, listen, smile from Boston mass. <laughs> we appreciate your transparency. We appreciate you sharing your insight. Thank you so much for calling into the voice of reason. You got a seat at the table anytime. When we come forward, your brother, Zoe Williams, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grab more callers. I'm going to ask more questions. But for people that are just tuning in, if you're not aware, gaslighting, a psychological manipulation rooted in distortion and deceit, strikes at the very core of an individual's self-perception and inner equilibrium. The question posed delves into a crucial facet of this manipulation, the reinforcement of self-doubt by gaslighters and how it orchestrates a symphony of confusion that erodes the victim's confidence in their own introspective abilities. This intricate interplay reveals how gaslighting exerts its influence through the insidious mechanism of sowing self-doubt. The last thing you can do is believe yourself if you got to believe in something, why not believe in me? Huh? My interpretation is better than your interpret. That's gaslighting. Gosh, this is heavy. When we come forward, we're going to Pensacola, Florida to talk to one of our favorites. If you're listening all over the country, jump into this national discussion. I want to talk to y'all. Gaslighting is a word that's used a lot in the media these days. But what does gaslighting actually mean? The term originates from the Patrick Hamilton's original 1939 stage play Gaslight, where a husband psychologically manipulates his wife. In the story, the husband attempts to convince his wife that she is insane by manipulating small elements of their environment and insisting that she is mistaken, remembering things incorrectly when she points out the changes he makes. The play's title alludes to how the abusive husband slowly dims the gaslights in their home, while pretending nothing has changed, in an effort to make his wife doubt her own perceptions. Gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse, where someone leads you to question your own reality, memory, or perceptions. So, here are 10 examples of what gaslighting can sound like. As a disclaimer, we want to note that not everyone who says these phrases is automatically a gaslighter. Gaslighting is intentional, and a gaslighter knows exactly what they're saying and what they're doing. 1. What did I do to you? If someone responds to you this way, they may genuinely not know what they have done and are asking you about it. But when it's gaslighting, they are aware they have done something to hurt you and are pretending to play dumb. Wait, In defensively wait, posing this that. question to you- Pause that. 
what did I do to you? She said, is a tip for gaslighting? Well, what about who do you think you are? That is a legendary saying. You can't think you know what you talking about. Who do you think you are? That's got to be classic gaslighting parlance, right? Okay, finish, finish. I'm sorry. They are denying the impact they had on you and are also forcing you to question it. Two, everyone around you isn't the problem. The problem is you. This is sometimes used as a way to shut down the conversation or dialogue for whatever is happening. This type of language is often referred to as victim blaming, where the gaslighter will make statements that cause you to feel like you are the problem, even when you have fallen victim to something such as bullying or abuse and the situation is outside of your direct control. 3. I'm sorry you feel that way. When someone's hurt you and they say something like this, then it is not a true apology. Instead, it's a way to make you feel like you are the problem. They say that they're sorry that you feel the way you do, rather than apologizing for what they've done or how they made you feel. 4. I don't remember saying that. I think you made that up. This is the go-to phrase that a gaslighter will use to intentionally get you to question your experience, behavior, and thoughts in order to take the focus off of them. 5. It's your anxiety that made me do the things I do. This is a common response when a gaslighter gets called out for their behavior. They use this as a reason to justify their own negative behavior when in fact, they should take responsibility for their own actions instead of choosing to blame you. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason, you thought that once I came in here today that for for some reason, I just wasn't going to keep the pressure up. Tonight's topic, hour number two, live from Lamert Park, Little Africa Town. You know how we do here at KBLA Talk 1580. Tonight's topic, the Gaslight Recovery Victim Show. That never happened. It's all your fault. You're overreacting. You don't get to marginalize my reality. I'm not going to let you do it. I remember how things happened. And I'm not going to rely on a manipulator, a user, and a controller to actually shape the way I see the world. I'm going to tell you right now, Atala gave us the best advice. The moment you see it, the moment you recognize, oh, that's a snake in the grass. You better recognize that that grass needs to get cut. Huh? Signs of gaslighting. They insist You said or did things you know you didn't do. They deny or scoff at your recollection of events. Call you too sensitive or crazy when you express your needs or concerns. Express doubts to others about your feelings, behavior, and state of mind. Twisting or retelling events to shift the blame to you insist they're right and refuse to consider facts of uh, refuse to consider the facts of your perspective and i'm gonna take it a step it ain't even the facts in your perspective that they're refusing they're refusing your your perspective outright your perspective is not wanted here i see it the way i see it And this is my interpretation of it. And my interpretation 
is paramount to me, and it doesn't matter what you think. Huh? Y'all ready? Are y'all ready for the voice of reason? Or have you dated a gaslighter? Are you a master gaslighter yourself? Tell us the truth. Please tell us the truth. We know you're involved some kind of way. Let's get in Zynga from Pensacola, Florida on the line. Let's go. Hey, good evening, everybody. In Zynga. <laughs> Mr. Zoe, so when I think about gaslighting, like I was reading your questions today, and I was asking you when you realize that you're being gaslit, does it piss you oh, Am I allowed to say that? Does it piss you off? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to say that. Yeah. Does oh, it upset sorry, you? Yes. 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 Okay. It, it really does. It does the opposite. Like I was reading some of the questions and I don't feel, you know, psychosis or crazy. I feel upset because I, I just think, you know, I love rap lyrics. So I just think to what Zero says, all I got is my mind. I can't lose that. And I feel like you're playing with my mind. You know, I had a friend, they tried to like play me. And when I addressed it with them, they were like, oh, that never happened. And for the first time, I don't use a lot of these terms that you hear on the internet loosely because I feel like they lose their power. But the first thing that came to my head was they're narcissists and they're emotionally abusing me. Because it's one thing about Nzinga, if you tell me, if you come to me and tell me something, I'm going to believe you. Do you? I mean, do you find that you do that yourself, Mrs. Do you, you know, if you tell me, especially people that I are offended you in a way, people that are close to me, people that I respect, people that are in my inner circle. If you tell, if I ask you, hey, you messing around, and you say, no, I'm not messing around, with no facts, I'm going to believe you because you're in my inner circle. Period. Mm -hmm. That's that's just how that's I am. How I feel too. Now. If I find out different, then that's going to change the way I perceive you, right? That's going to change the way you, you are seen. But off Correct. the rip, if you tell me, nah, I don't do that. I didn't, I'm not involved in anything like that. Then I'm going to be like, all right, I, I'm, I'm rolling with you because you're in my inner circle. Correct. But sometimes I feel like for me that... Like, I feel like I, I'm real naive sometimes. Even my best friend has to say, and then going no. Because, when, like I said, when somebody tells me something, or I'll just say this, most people, you're going to start with an A with me, and from there, I mean, this may sound weird, you know, but from there, I duck points. With some people, you start with an S, and then you earn an A. But, I, you know, one might have put people through all those changes like that. But, you know, for somebody who I consider close, and for when I address something, because when they're when when they feel offense, they're all over you. But for me to have to wait two weeks to address something with you, and then when I do address it with you, you're telling me, well, things didn't happen, and well, I didn't know we were friends like that. And I had to, you know, I sat there and I listened, and at the end, you know, of the conversation, I said, well, I guess the com the friendship was more one sided, and then I'm out of five thousand after that. I don't I don't I don't deal with it anymore, right. and. You know, my friendships are very important to me. And so when they no longer can exist in the way that they did before, it hurts me very, very deeply. And it takes me a while to get over it. But I, I'm not the type of person, if I realize I'm being gaslit, 
then I start operating with you on totally different from the day before you gaslit me. That's just, you know. Right. You're going to get handled with kick gloves. You're going to get sat to the side. Sat yes. all the way down. In Zynga, Pensacola, Florida is in the building because you. of you. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We're talking about being gaslit. Are you a gaslighter or have you lit the flame? Let's talk. Or has the flame been lit on you? Have you been burnt up? Talk to me. I want to know your thoughts about tonight's topic, have you been in a sunken place? Gosh. Sunken place where you've been gaslit and you just don't know your reality anymore. Let's get my brother in here. J.D. from Fort Worth, Texas. J.D. What's up, bro? How you doing, big bro? What up, brother? Now, let me tell you, J.D., this is your first time on the air on KBLA Talk 1580. This is... Tavis Smiley's radio station. Mm -hmm. I know you're used to hearing me on YouTube and all these other places where I can cuss. But guess what? I cannot mm -hmm. use profanity on terrestrial radio. So please, brother, keep it clean and let's talk about it. Yes, sir. I sure will, man. And I'll tell you, gaslighting, man, I'm telling you, I, I like gaslighting. When it's at a job or something, when they gaslight you, that way you can use that gaslighting against them and to even it out and talk them through that gaslighting in the joking way to where you really expect it. But then when it's like your family and your friends or especially like a partner, oh, yeah, you got to get away. Mm. You got to get away or talk about it or find something that's going to work because, yeah, man, coming from a guy that's been gaslit all my life in all type of different ways, the more I listen to my Zoe Williams show and, 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 be, and be taking notes and getting on the game, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to watch it. They're going to keep on gaslighting you. <laughs> I love it, brother, man. It's been a long time since we had a, a chance to talk, brother, and I appreciate you for calling in all the way from Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort got Worth. You. you already know what it is. Sure. J.D. in the building. Listen, anytime you want to call in, brother, you know the number, 1-800-920-1580. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The voice of reason is on complete fire. We're talking about the gas light recovery victim the topic was created by one of our longtime listeners a brit atwater yo he hit us with a heavy one tonight and we rolling along just fine let's get my brother true monger in here true monger from you already know dallas texas talk to me yes sir right. oh man T tell me man what are your thoughts uh it's tough, man, because you think you're involved with people who care about you. I mean, they gaslight you. They make you feel like your point of view or your opinion doesn't really matter. They just disregard it. And then it's in there like something's wrong with you when you really stop communicating with them, stop telling them stuff. And we're like, what's wrong? And we're like, what am I talking to you for? Is you just going to dismiss anything I tell you? You know, you ain't going to take time to listen or even value my point of view on things that happen. And I like your your point of view is the only one that matters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are going to stop talking after after so much of that. I've experienced that a few times. I'm like, 
Right. You are 100% right. Because after you reveal it to me, after mm-hmm. you reveal the succotash, once I see the succotash, I'm going to be like, okay, you playing. Right. I'm out. You playing. Because so, yeah. you know if they playing with you, they're not playing for you. In other words, mm-hmm. for your highest good, for your benefit. Right. If they're playing with you, they're not playing for you. Please remember that. Yeah, I just have to take those instances and use them as enlightenment. You're like, okay, you showing me this. You let me know that whatever I think doesn't matter to you. So I'm like, okay. Instead of getting upset about it, I'll be like, okay. I'll just go on about my business. Mm. Mm. I'll let you wonder why. I'll, I'll, I'll let you try to figure out why that is. Mm. I won't even bother to explain it after a while. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep moving forward because you didn't care while we were in it. So don't come to me trying to act like you care afterwards. After I stop messing with you, that's right. Unless you're really serious about discussing it, that's right. And I might listen to you then. But if you're just trying to get back in my good graces so you can keep doing the same thing, no, you can kick rocks. <laughs> Dallas, Texas, you already know what it is. Texas is big in today's show. Texas is showing that this is the OG. Well, listen, you know what they say. Everything is big in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Texas is in the house. We appreciate my brother, True Monger. You know you got a seat at the table anytime. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is reach out. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. When I come forward, I'm going back to the phone lines, but let's keep this national discussion on gaslighting lit. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I know my playlist is crazy. I know my playlist is bananas. But have we been gaslit? Huh? <laughs> By Janet, Terry, and Jimmy Jam. Did did Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam gaslight us? I want to know. Say, Zoe, what are you talking about? I want you to pull up the Curtis Blow record. What is the Curtis Blow record called? There's a Curtis Blow record. What is that record called? Is it called America? I think, is it called America by Curtis Blow? Start it over. Wait, bring it back one more time. Now play Janet Jackson Control from the top. Uh, uh, 
Hey, did we get gaslit by Janet and them? Did they jack that beat from Curtis Blow? Give me Curtis Blow one more time. Give me that Curtis Blow. They just gaslit us. I'm sorry. I just know music. <laughs> so based off of that logic, it's a lot of gaslighting in music, my brother. It's a lot of gas. Let's do it like like Quincy would say. Hey, man, you know, the notes never lie, you know. You know, what's the melody, you know? <laughs> the notes never lie. <laughs> I'm just saying. Curtis Blow dropped America. Wasn't a real big major hit to everybody. Hip hoppers kind of liked it. It's not like we went crazy for it because we had Run DMC and L at the time. The Fat Boys were popping. So it wasn't a monster hit for Curtis Blow. But as a music aficionado, a former AR, I heard the drum pattern and I said, okay, that's control. <laughs> and it came out before control. So I was like, oh. Were we gaslit? I'm, I, and listen, I'm just pointing it out. I'm not saying that that's what actually happened. I'm just pointing it out. Feels like gaslighting to me. We've got callers on the line. Let's get them on the line right now. They're ready to talk. Sean, don't you hang up like you've been doing. Stay with us. Let's get Sean in here, as a matter of fact. Sean. Oh, brother. Oakland, California. Brother, I never, I never hang up. I just have to, if I have to cook dinner, that's all what that's about. But anyway, you know, gaslighting, I'll tell you what, the gaslighter always knows that they are sending you fraudulent information. Mm. Always, always. They know it, and they know it, but they want you, and they want to convince a bunch of people that something that will never be true and it, it was it was a conspiracy or something that's never going to be true is true, and so and and usually it hits with you know sadly it hits with racism and it hits with uh, women who are you know you know misogynistic kind of things and black and brown people. My thing is when you hear someone that's trying to gaslight you. You, you'll know it from the very beginning. The very beginning always and always begins like this. This is the truth. See, you don't tell people from the very beginning this is the truth, ever. That's what gaslighters do. Mm. What they do is they say, this is the truth, and then they go on to give you the garbage, and then you have to decide for yourself whether or not this garbage is true. And, you know, people that tell the truth, they don't say, this is the truth, and then they tell you what is true. What they do is they say, let's have a conversation. This is what is really the truth going on in the world, and you can debate it and, and go about your way and all that kind of stuff. 
Well, I'll tell you what, the worst thing about gaslighting is that it hurts young people. And and that's the thing that bothers me the most. Because as older folks, uh, we've probably been gaslighted more than anyone could ever count. I've been gaslighted and fell for it. Hey, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll admit it. Yeah, I fell for it. Yeah, a couple of times, but I'm 56 years old. But the young folks who who get gaslighted, it bothers me because it really shouldn't happen if uh, we all, you know, have the backs of our young kids, and if we have our backs, uh, have their backs, um, they may get gaslighted but they'll be smart enough to know how to come out of it stronger on the other side. Well, brother, I appreciate the insight. I thank you so much, man. Thank you for sharing. You brought Oakland, California in the building. When we come forward, we're going to talk to the creator of tonight's topic, the creator, the one who cultivated this topic. I'm going to ask, why did he cultivate this topic? What has happened in his life that he may have been either gaslit or he was the gaslighter? When we come forward, more heat from the VOR. I'll call you own shots. Thank you. There are dangerous people in this world who will try to manipulate and control you. One tool they'll use is gaslighting, a form of emotional abuse that makes you doubt your own reality. This lets them get away with things that most people wouldn't tolerate in a relationship. So today, you'll learn eight signs someone might be gaslighting you. One important thing to remember, gaslighting is a pattern. Especially with some of the more subtle signs from later in the video, seeing them once doesn't necessarily mean you're being gaslit. But be wary if you see these signs repeatedly. The most obvious sign someone is gaslighting you is if they genuinely attack your sanity. Here's a quick example of what this can look like from the movie Goodfellas. Ray Liotta's character has just been accused of cheating, which he is doing. Oh my life! Up in the head, Karen. This is all in your mind. You're a lousy b- People use gaslighting as a way to escape admitting they've done something wrong. So one potential red flag is phrases like, you're being paranoid, you're making this all up, or this is all in your head. A more subtle way gaslighters deny wrongdoing is by rewriting the past. Here's an example from the show The Bachelorette. For context, the guy is mad that his potential wife went naked bungee jumping with another contestant. I'm just thinking of you holding him bare skin, and I'm just thinking in my mind, like... <laughs> It really pissed me off. I mean, it really frustrated me. I mean, I'm looking for you to meet my family soon. And I felt like it was a slap in the face. No gaslighting so far, just a disagreement. But listen to how he responds later when she brings up that she didn't like what he said in that conversation. You did say, like, it felt like a slap in the face. You're twisting my words, You want to be confident about me letting me meet your family. I was totally misunderstood there. Rewriting the past is so effective because days after a conversation, it can be tough to have total conviction in your memory of what happened. But that conviction is the only way to protect yourself from gaslighting. I wasn't even talking about the bungee jumping thing at all at that moment. Well, you were. Yes, you were. We, we were talking about that, and it was like in that same like breath. I was totally misunderstood now that you're bringing it to me that way. Keep an eye out for phrases like, I never said that, or you're misremembering. If you're constantly doubting your memories, or you find you want to take notes so you can be sure you're remembering things the right way, you might be a victim of gaslighting. Now, as we just saw, completely rewriting the past is hard to pull off. So some gaslighters avoid outright denial. Instead, they minimize their bad behavior. Uh, uh. Oh, God. Yo, this is happening. 
in real time, in real life, in real relationships, and it's subtle. It's subtle. People act like it's not happening. Let's get the progenitor of tonight's topic, the creator, the Stan Lee of tonight's topic family, my friend A. Britt Atwater, Atlanta, Georgia, in the building. What's the deal? <laughs> What's going on, big brother? What's going on, family? Listen, man, so here's how it started. I, ha- I received a phone call out of the blue from an ex who went out of her way to maintain a misunderstanding. Mm. And thus began to gaslight me, saying that, no, that never happened. It's all your fault. You're overreacting. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you're crazy. You're strange. And trying to really convince me that my feelings were invalidated. Mm. That's where this topic came from. And then once I started to do some self-reflective work saying to myself, how did I magnetize you? Here are some. Listen, so you know I you know I email you, man. These are other topics I came up with, like the emotionally wired man. Keep going. You know? Woo! Uh, 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 trigger trolls. You got okay? space. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, 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 relationship yellow flag. Hallelujah. Speak on woo! it, sir. Yes. Hey, woo! So, oh, uh, be my doctor for the insecurity wounds that you did not create. Oh, oh, get let's, ready, get ready, let's, get ready, let's, get ready. Let's go even deeper. How did the book go shot? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Overconfident complainer. Overconfident complainer. Hold on. Let's and let me just say it this way. See, sometimes the gaslighter is 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 so adept and adroit at speaking around the actual question. Let me answer your question with a donut full of words right (laughs) there's no substance in what i'm saying but i'm just going to respond so it'll look like i'm responding but in actuality i'm not answering your question i'm really deflecting it Uh, speak on it ab atwater i want you to tell us about it man listen what i came up with was a question how my personal insecurities could have potentially ruined a good relationship. Mm. So listen, man, this is out of the blue. This, she came out of nowhere, like, like Randy Orton in WWE out of nowhere. It was, she just popped up like a grand theft chief, a cheap, a cheap auto code. I was like, where did this call come from? And then went out of her way to maintain a misunderstanding that I was the problem. Mm. I got to know how I magnetized you. See, most of us don't understand that gaslighting starts with, you know, uh, 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 like, like the signature moves, you, you, you know, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm right here. The I'm right here. I'm listening to the signature move. Yeah. I, I, I need yeah. you to show it to us right now. Come on. Now. See, 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 see. Okay. So, so, so the signature, you know, moves of gaslighting encompasses what? It, it involves, you know, moving the goalpost or shifting the blame mm-hmm. or the circumstances mm-hmm. that are in front 
of the other person. Oh yes, oh yes. And look, and, and 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 here's what they do, though. My, my, they my. move it into the person's past mistakes, oh, yeah. using the past mistakes to invalidate the person's or the partner's complaint. Mm -hmm. I, okay, I'm. Okay. You've I'm got sorry. time, brother. I, I need you to breathe, okay? I, 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 I need you to take in some oxygen because the spirit <laughs> is using you this evening. The spirit is, is using you. See, a lot of people know how to speak very eloquently. A lot of people are very articulate at saying nothing when they know they're supposed to say something in that moment. But a lot of people don't want to say nothing in the moment because what they want to do is get off the hook for being accountable listen you believe a certain way now's the time to stand in it stand up on it you better listen to my brother a brit atwater he is here today to expose the lies that you barely listen to what i'm about to say the lies that you barely tell See, 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 let me tell you something. A gaslighter is worse than a liar because the gaslighter tells you that your reality is a lie. Instead of addressing what you want addressed, the gaslighter will say, hey, wait a minute. Why would you even ask something like that? What's wrong with you? You're crazy. Ooh. You tripping. You you got that all wrong. Wait a minute. Uh, I've lived a little bit. Uh, I think I'm 52. I think I look good. I look about 37. But, uh, but I've been where you are. I done seen what you did. Now, I know I could uh, have some assumptions because I'm a work in progress. But I'm also very experienced and wise and well-raised. You gonna tell me just cause it looked like a duck, it ain't a duck? Though <laughs> the reason why I sent you the question of, hey, is this gaslighting or is this just a difference of opinions? Ooh. I was like, I thought the question myself. Ooh. I started to question my that's how good she was. Uh. And then and then and then my other homies, they were uh, Leos and Sagittarius, other fire signs. I'm an Aries. I said, wait a minute. Are fire signs more susceptible to gaslighting? I don't think so. Question mark? No, I don't think so. I, I, and if we want to get into the metaphysical of astrology, if you want to get deep into the metaphysical of astrology, first off, I would say that uh, the fire signs. Now, th let me just say this real quick. It doesn't matter what your zodiac is. It's all superficial. The zodiac is superficial. It's a superficial template. That's all it is. It's, it deals with tendencies. It doesn't deal with where you were raised and how you were raised and who raised you and your educational background. It doesn't deal with your it doesn't deal with anything substantive like that. It's just a template, meaning, you know, Gemini's tend to behave this way. But that doesn't guarantee that all Gemini's behave that way. Or, you know, Scorpios tend to act like this, but it doesn't factor in how they were raised and who brought them up and what their belief system is. But I tell you what, yes, when we deal with the metaphysics of astrology, fire signs represent spirit. And the reason why a mm. lot of people don't deal with the, the fire, fire is spirit. Anything fire changes, 
or touches, it changes its form, breaks it all the way back down to the fundamental reality of, or its lowest level of existence. Fire represents mm. spirit. So when you're dealing with the fire signs, what you're going to get from them is this, instinct. Fire mm. people have instinct. And this is what makes some fire signs bad students because they instinctually know, like, this is wrong. Without even knowing the details, they, my gut tell me that this is off. I'm not doing none of this. And then they go, mm. do you see? You have, sure. the, you have the Aries. Aries is the more intellectual of the fire. They are the mental of the spiritual. Leo is the physical of the uh, of the spiritual. Leo shows up like this. I just took karate for 12 years. Is there anybody in here looking for a butt kicking? Cobra Kai. Right. Aries, on the other hand, says, I've been training for 15 years. I'm going to go into the bush. Now, anybody go into that bush, they asking for something. <laughs> but I'm not going to go look for it. Sagittarius, the emotional of the spiritual. This is Bruce Lee, November 27th. Bruce Lee steps in and says what? You need emotional content. Why? Because Sagittarius is the emotional of the spiritual. Do you see how this works? So again, fire signs are aware instinctively. And sometimes this slows them down because they know more than they've learned. Do you understand? <laughs> so, 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 okay. So five words. Stop chasing and start choosing. Is that All right, what you're look, saying? Wait, stay with me. I got to carry you up. But when I come forward, we're going back to the creator of this topic. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason. You know, man, hip-hop is 50 years old. Some of the greatest hip-hop artists have been displayed on the voice of reason since I've been here. But none more polarizing than the B.I.G. Yo, this was one heavy song right here, man. One heavy song. Suicidal thoughts, man. Sometimes you will have suicidal thoughts, man. If somebody gaslighting you, your whole sense of your self-concept has been broken. Let me get the, the, the creator of the topic back in here and get his final thoughts, man. Talk to me, bro. Hey, Brit, at water. Yeah, listen, man. Thank you for everyone that's listening. Thank you for everyone that's tuning in. So after the phone call today, and it it just so happened that the phone call ended right before you went live on IG. So then I got to thinking, I was like, so who's in more of a sunken place, me or her? And then I got to thinking like, well, okay, well, you know, because I, I know that there's a movie called Gaslight, it's 1944, mm-hmm. but then I started thinking about well, like what are the, like what what are the long term effects of gaslighting? Like, like who like who's the real victim here? Me or her? You know, so man, and and is is gaslighting a trait? You know, of someone who's the breadwinner of the relationship? Man, I I, got, I had so many questions, man. Let me I, just I'm say sorry, the bro. gaslighter, the person who uses gaslighting. They're doing it for control, but it's really a shield to protect their insecurities. Look at the actual act, the behavior of gaslighting as a shield. 
They don't. Mm. They don't want you to see just how broken they are. They have mastered. Mm. They have mastered the persona of class, of calm, mm. cool, and collected. But in reality, they are broken, little, disheveled, shoddy people. Whew. And they think you don't see it. But they Come are. On. It's all right. It's all right. And I'm going to tell you, the moment you recognize it, the moment you recognize the childishness, and when I say childishness, I mean from a spiritual level. You're a little baby in the eyes of the Lord, and you in here playing games. You think you can just pull the wool over somebody's eyes who's 962 lives old. I've seen it. I've done it. And I've done it in different galaxies, and here you are trying to play in the sandbox with me. Listen. I'm trying to tell you, brother, once you see it. <laughs> hey, hey, once you see it, you bounce like bad checks, man. <laughs> you understand? People, people swear. Listen, you just listen in the book. By Robert Anton Wilson. Pro, uh, uh, the book is called Prometheus Rising. And one of the most powerful quotes in that book, he was breaking it down. He was talking about Timothy Leary's eight model uh, circuit model for the brain. You know, Timothy Leary was experimenting with LSD and all of that stuff, right? And, and what he said, he took Tim Timothy Leary's uh, book, your brain is God. Go mm -hmm. get the book by Timothy Leary. Y'all want to get into my library? Let's get let's get to it. Anyway, he gets the book, Your Brain is God, and he takes the eight-circuit model. The first three circuits, you got the baby, the bio-survival circuit. I only want to come towards you if it's comfortable. If it's not comfortable, I'm out. The second, mm. the anal-emotional-territorial circuit. I'm your boss. You were late. The guy who likes to browbeat you. That's anal right. territorial. Him yelling at you is like him peeing on your coffee cup in the corner. And then the third one is the semantic circuit. And what he said about semantics was very powerful. He said just because somebody is highly articulate, it does not mean that they are highly intelligent. Same applies to the gaslighter. All you got to do is listen. Oh, I see what you're doing. How in Sam Hale you think you can get up in here and tell me my experience of you is invalid. If you don't find the nearest boulder and divest yourself of your shoes and socks and kick that boulder until your feet bleed you better get out of here telling me my reality ain't real i'm sorry hey i started it it's up to y'all we love y'all we appreciate it tonight's topic was fire and i'll see y'all tomorrow with another slapper